Hello and welcome to another episode of the District 5 podcast. I am your host, I suppose, Sam Meldon, um, Toledo City Council member uh, representing District 5. And so if this is your first time listening, thanks for doing that. Um, I think it's a pretty cool tool that we're trying to put together here to stay in touch with um, constituents and residents of the city of Toledo or even District 5. Um, You know, there's a lot of ways to stay engaged, um, but this is hopefully a a useful one that that I really I really enjoy doing and I've you know gotten some pretty good feedback on so thanks for listening you may have noticed if you've been listening for a while back when it was the the run with Sam podcast we got some snappy new music and um, I'm just I'm I'm glad to be able to put this podcast together I want to say thanks to a friend and and volunteer Josh White for all of his help with the podcast So let's get into it. First things first, I just want to say as we turn into a new month of February of 2020, and I closed out my first month uh, representing District 5 on City Council, um, you know, I'm just really, really, really honored and, and, uh, and quite frankly humbled to get to do this, to represent my neighbors and the concerns that they have, and we'll talk about some of those things in this episode. I don't want to be too long in these in these episodes, but I want to you know, try to make sure that there's a lot of information in there so you're not listening to a whole podcast just about one thing or or two small updates. So with that in mind, um let's get into it. Um committees have been assigned, um which is a a big, you know, a pretty pretty big deal when you think about the way city council is run and how how these these various duties of this legislative body are are kind of um, pushed forward, and so with that in mind, let's talk about the committee structure. So I've been assigned to um, five committees, and um, I'm really looking forward to the work. I think the committees that I'm on really represent the concerns of District Five residents really well, and so. Um, I'm looking forward to digging in and and getting to work with my colleagues on those committees. Um, I'll be serving on zoning and planning, um, which is a committee that actually all council members serve on, so just for your reference in that. Um, And also, I'll be on the Budget Oversight Committee, the Public Safety and Criminal Justice Reform Committee, uh, Neighborhoods, and I also have the honor of chairing a committee, and that is our Streets, Public Service, and Utilities Committee, um, which is a busy, you know, that's a, that's a busy conversation. There's a lot going on there. So I'm, I'm really excited to, to be chairing that committee and, um, and to have the president of council, Matt Cherry, as my vice chair. That's a, that's a cool thing as well. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, when you think about District 5 and the concerns of a district council member, I think, you know, streets and public service and neighborhoods and safety and budget oversight and, and different zoning and planning issues. Um, you know, I just think that's a, that's a pretty good snapshot of what um, makes up a district and hopefully what makes up good district representation. So I'm really excited to get, get to work on that and certainly more to come on those committees and what hearings we're having and, and how I hope to use the committee that I'm chairing to engage more people in a more meaningful way. Next up, let's talk about some news 
that is, um, you know, pretty, you know, pretty squarely about District 5 and in the interest of District 5 residents. And if you're following the, um, the news about a potential redevelopment project for the Elder Beerman site, uh, really in, in that Westgate area on, on, uh, on Secor, then you might have some thoughts about that. And if you have some thoughts about it, I want to invite you out to a Westgate Neighbors Forum we're going to have at Sanger Branch Library on February 11th at 6 p.m. That's a Tuesday. Um, and so, you know, I heard from several community leaders and, and different residents of District 5 who I really respect. They've been engaged longer than I have, um, who wanted a, a place to let their voice be heard, um, to speak about their values and their hopes for their neighborhood, um, specifically regarding this redevelopment project. And so, you know, when people ask for that, and not just one or two, but several people ask for a public hearing, uh, I'll do everything I can to make that happen. And so we've scheduled this for February 11th at Sanger Branch Library. And if you are able to attend, I hope that you'll consider doing that. Another piece of news um, that I think really involves District 5, because quite frankly, it involves all of the city of Toledo, um, came out of um, the mayor's State of the City address. So we were, I was there and really ex excited to take that in. Um, and I have a clip of that that I want to play for you, kind of right toward the end of his speech. Toledo is in the exact same place as we are today, about 90 to 100 years ago, about 100 years ago. The economy was still strong. The economy was strong in Toledo about 100 years ago, but it, we knew it couldn't last forever. They were fighting in Washington. Couldn't get much done. There was a scandal in Washington. Republicans and Democrats were yelling at each other. And we weren't getting a lot of help from Columbus either. Sound familiar? It's exactly where we are today. They were at a crossroads. It was time to decide what the Toledo of the 20th century was going to be. What was the Toledo of the 20th century going to be? There were some choices that had to be made. There were a couple of directions we could have gone. They were at a crossroads. They had to decide what they wanted to do. And what they decided to do 100 years ago is what Toledoans have always done. They pulled themselves up by their boots. They dusted themselves off. They rolled up their sleeves, and darn it, they built things. They invested in themselves. They started building the Toledo of the 20th century. They built the Anthony Wayne Bridge, and the Anthony Wayne Trail, and the University of Toledo, and the Glass Bowl, and the Metro Parks, and the Downtown Library and countless schools and shelter houses, and yes, about six or seven buildings here at the zoo. Now you know why we're here tonight. This building was built at that time as a part of the decision that they had to make that. This building, this building, the bit construction of this building is flashing over my shoulder right now. They built things, they invested in themselves, and make no mistake, the stadium the Rockets play in this is Toledo Scales Stadium, even though Toledo Scales is a major company and a huge economic force in our city. The bridge that goes over the river isn't called Champion Spark Club Bridge. Even though Champion Spark Club was a huge company and employed thousands of people in the city. No, these were public investments made by the public, for the public, for all of us. And a hundred years later, they're still here. Look how beautiful 
this place is. A hundred years later, it still breathes life into us. The glass hole, the metro parks, the university, all of that, a hundred years later, still serving us, still providing the backbone of our civic body and a guide for our future. So when you listen to how uh, Mayor Kapsikavich was finishing up his State of the City address, you know, he's really talking about what are we going to become? What's our vision for the future? How do we continue to think about Toledo moving forward 100 years from now in the same way those folks 100 years ago thought about their city? Uh, I thought it was really compelling the way he, we were in the zoo, um, this amazing museum, um, auditorium space at the zoo and a building that was built a hundred years ago um, and if you followed my campaign at all you'll know um, that I was or I, I should say I am always interested in thinking about what will Toledo look like 20 30 40 50 years from now um, you know my I talk about my kids all the time but it's true I think about what the city is gonna look like when they're buying their first home or when they're looking to start a business or or where to kind of raise their own families. And I think the decisions that we make now impact those future generations. And that's always gonna be the way that I lead. And so when Mayor Kapsikavich talks about issue one in the context of our future together, uh, you know, I'm gonna be all ears. And so I encourage you to listen to, um, or and check into and read and research anything you can about issue one. Um, it is an income tax increase, but really it's an opportunity and, an, and I think an initiative to invest in our collective future together. And so you'll be hearing a lot more about that, but um, I just wanted to, to bring it up. Um, it, if anyone's asking, I'm not going to be shy about it. I'm, I'm in support of issue one um, and I'm looking forward to asking anyone I know to support it with me. I think anything worth doing is hard. Anything worth doing takes more than just our individual selves. And I think this is a bold plan to build a future that we would all um, we would all benefit from. Everything from our parks to uh, our public safety forces. And then the big elephant in the room when you think about City of Toledo needs the condition of our roads. Um, we can't just kind of nibble around the edges, so to speak. We need to attack this head on. And I think this plan does that. And residential streets specifically, that's the point of this. Um, and I'm really, I'm really excited about that. So if you have any questions, I don't want to talk about it too much longer. If you have any questions, make sure to reach out to me, um, anyone at the mayor's team. And there will be plenty, plenty more conversation about that in the next 40-ish days leading up to the March 17th primary, which is when that ballot initiative will be in front of voters. So with that in mind, just a couple more items to discuss. Um, we are going to be putting out a series of kind of, you know, meet and greet events, different ways for me to keep my ear close to the ground. Uh, we have an event for small business owners coming up in the spring, and we're going to set up a you know, in addition to that, we're going to set up kind of a recurring schedule where I'm just out at a coffee shop, kind of holding public space um, meeting hours. So if you are going to have coffee or you have a concern about your neighborhood or just want to talk to me about, you know, one of the committees that I serve on, that would be a good opportunity to do that. And lastly, let's just um, make sure that we we talk about the month that we're in. This is, you know, the beginning of February marks uh, Black History Month. 
And there was an article in Sunday's Blade that I thought was really, just a really good, um, it was just a really great article. And it was Toledo is a hub of black history and talked about all the different connecting points beyond some of the more well-known connecting points that Toledo has to really transformational and historical African-American figures. Um, so when you think about black history, I encourage you to, to read that and learn more about our own local history as well. Um, so keep an eye out for these podcasts. My hope is to kind of bucket a few different items and whenever we have the need to post one of these, that's the beauty of technology. We can use technology to better connect our kitchen table life, the issues that we all think about as we're raising our family and going to work and you know getting the kids to the piano recital, um, how we can connect those issues to what goes on in City Hall. Um, so follow along any Facebook um, Facebook pages and there's a there's a Twitter account for District 5. We'll link all of that up in the podcast notes um, and be sure to follow along. And of course, email or call anytime and I'll get back to you as soon as can as soon as I can within 24 hours. Thank you.